Hey everybody, welcome to episode 26 of the VC Podcast. Hope you're having a great week. Uh, I'm your host for today, Zach. Consider this your midweek checkpoint for uh, things going on here at the Creek. I'm in the studio with Luke and Andrew. Guys, how are we doing today? Doing great. How are you, Zach? All right. Really good this morning, bud. Good to be with you. Good. Good. All right. As uh, as always, we're going to talk about a little bit about last Sunday, this Sunday, and then some upcoming announcements as well. Well, so let's jump right into it. Last Sunday, uh, we were in, uh, totally blanking on the actual reference scripture, we were in uh, the church <laughs> hearing some, can't find my mouse to find the, mm, Genesis something, Genesis 50, and uh, we were talking about Joseph. And so the title was God Redeems Our Suffering. Listeners, you can go back and listen to that or watch that on vcbc.org. So we won't spend too much time recapping what we actually talked about, but uh, we're going to jump into our discussion questions. Today we're looking at number two, if you're following along with your listening and discussion guide. When you look at, uh, yes, when you look at Jesus' life and see how he exemplified what Joseph had demonstrated, how does that challenge you to live likewise? And a quick reminder, we're looking at a few different main points from the sermon. Uh, Joseph kept God as sovereign. Over his life, Joseph saw God's purposes as greater than his comfort, and Joseph forgave those who did evil against him. So those were some main points we were talking about, Joseph specifically. Um, but as Jesus also exemplified those um, in his life, how does that challenge you to live the same way? Yeah, I think as we kind of look at Joseph's life and we think about all the the things that he went through, every time it might it seemed like in his life that things were things were finally going better, then we would see this um, period of, of suffering for for Joseph and all the things that he went through. And as we look at that, though, we see how he continued just to trust in the Lord and how even at the end of his life, he looks back and he says, you know, I look at all that and I see how God had a purpose and a plan so that it wasn't just about, wasn't just about me. It was so that so many, my family, so many others would be would be saved. And so I think kind of taking that forward to Jesus, then it's just encouraging to see how the same things played out in Jesus' life, how he came to earth and then walked among mankind and suffered, not because of anything that he had done, but because of God's saving purpose, that God sent him to to redeem us from our sins, that he would die for our sins. And so I think the challenge for us in that is following his lead. If we're going to be followers of Jesus, to to take up our cross and to, to follow him, to be willing to lay down our lives for those around us and for the sake of the gospel so that others can hear about his plan to save them from their sins as well. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%, Andrew. It's great. Uh, and I think one of the directions that I go with it is uh, we touched on it on Sunday and it's about coming to the realization that uh, God is working all things right to his good. And so we end up looking back on things like that, like you were talking about, and realizing that, oh, here's the reason. God was in control. God had a plan all along. And I know that in my life, that's that's where I tend to to, st- to stay lightly. Real, you know, things can happen. We uh, I focus on the storm and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden I realize... No, God's, God's got it. God's still got it. God is very sovereign over all of it. 
Yeah, the big thing I see with Joseph, and then again, like we talked about, you see this later on in the in the scriptures with Jesus, is how quickly even it seems like they were able to forgive people even in, on the short term who had done them wrong. Mm-hmm. Not the ultimate forgiveness that Jesus brought about, but like Joseph forgave his brothers, it seems like, so easily. And I get angry with people, and I have a tendency to choose not to forgive for the slightest of it like I want people to like me so desperately sometimes that if I feel like people dislike me I'm like must be their fault or what you know like I don't know how to but if someone wronged me I would be so slow to forgive them I would hesitate uh, every time and and to see that uh, it challenges me for sure because what's the point in in choosing not to forgive you know sure we've been given that example so we have been and so often we and I love Andrew Andrew will say sometimes when they go low we go high, you know, stuff like that. Just, but, but, but the truth is, it, it is very difficult for us when we have that side, right, Zach, where where someone wrongs us for oh, yeah. us to take the high road and say, you know what, I'm going to forgive you anyways. And mm-hmm. uh, I, yeah. I do that. I'm, I'm right there with you. Is what I'm saying. I yeah, guess. absolutely. That's so easy to do and hard to hard to practice that forgiveness. But yeah, we see, like you said, we see Jesus on the cross, even yep. at that moment, saying, "Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're." they're doing extending that forgiveness yeah right there in the moment which is so Mm. difficult Mm. couldn't imagine could not possibly imagine all right let's look a little bit at this week um i have no clue what we're talking about this week but i was given a cheat sheet um and the cheat sheet is from andrew so andrew would you tell us a little bit about what we're talking about this week yeah we're moving as we continue to follow the story of what God's doing in the Old Testament. We're moving into Exodus this week, Exodus chapter 3, as God calls Moses and appears to him in the burning bush, and just taking a look there at how God sees and hears the need of his people and how he steps in to save them. And so just kind of taking a look there at how he how he invites Moses into that with him and how that will then play into our lives today. So I, don't, I hope you didn't hear that very loud. So I drank some coffee during that. Um, I'm very excited to hear that. Um, this Sunday I'll be watching on the stream, so that's very cool. Um, a lot of people, I want to ask this question just kind of openly. A lot of people talk about this particular part of Scripture a lot, even in the, if you will, secular world. Um, a lot of, you know, people refer to things as, oh, it's my burning bush or his mm-hmm. or his or her burning bush. Um, what do you guys take of that? What is a burning bush? What is the actual burning bush, right? And then why do we use that so frequently today, do you think? Yeah, I think as we look at it in Moses' <laughs> life, we'll see kind of a little bit on on Sunday. Now, this is God appearing to him and speaking to him. But what we see there as you look at Moses' life is this is such a pivotal moment where really everything, the direction of his life completely changes and changes course and so i think for people even like say out outside the church or maybe with not with the even coming from a perspective of faith can point to that and say you know this is a moment when i saw something that i hadn't seen before and it completely you know changed my perspective on things but yeah ultimately it's about god giving us his perspective hopefully is what we want to see there Mm. yeah um i I was laughing at the beginning i love how (laughs) Typically, I'll ask a question. I'll kind of look around, and then I just see Luke just nod at Andrew, like you got this, Andrew. That's right. But yeah, it's interesting how uh, a lot of things from you know from Christian scripture, 
Christians. That sounded weird. From the Bible, from the Bible, uh, make their way into uh, pop culture, if you will. Uh, like I had a realization as a teenager that uh, the you know the phrase "writings on the wall," right? Hmm. The writings on the wall. Did yeah. not realize that was a biblical reference at all, and I had heard it outside of the church before I heard it inside the church. Yeah. So, just interesting how you know, beside the the, I'm stumbling here. Beside the obvious how the Bible has actually shaped culture mm. as well as shaped, uh, you know, hearts and minds. But yeah. All right, anything else on uh, this Sunday? No, I'm excited about our shared communion uh, together and uh, just opening up the service with He is faithful, as a, you know, He's just a faithful God and singing the greatness, great are you, Lord. Uh, I'm excited about worship this week. It's going to be good. All right. <clears throat> All right. Excuse me. Let's get into a few announcements here. Um, we are looking at, excuse me, pulling them up right now. All right, let's just go down the list here. We started, um, as of this, excuse me, this past Wednesday, a Wednesday night Bible study on Zoom. Andrew, I'll put you on the spot again if you don't mind. Is that something that people can jump in on? Yeah, we started last night really with a lot of introduction and beginning that discussion, looking at series called Undivided and how um, God calls us to play a part in racial reconciliation as a church. And so last night was a lot of introductory um, things as we looked at that. We could, you could still jump in on that probably before next week if you are interested in that and hadn't had a chance to do that. You can find out how to sign up there on our our website, and even catch up on a, um, the video we watched together last night. Yeah, but we'd love to—we're excited about that conversation as we began it last night and figuring out how we can take steps forward in in that and toward that idea of racial reconciliation. Yeah, and uh, so you can—excuse um, <clears throat> me, listeners, you can check that out uh, on the vcbc.org website. Um, it's on our announcement page, and then if you go to the Wednesday-Sunday tab, or Sunday-Wednesday tab, yep, Sunday-Wednesday, on either campus tab, um, it, it'll lead you to the right place. So you'll need to fill out a form because that Zoom meet is uh, is done, you know, it gives a little more opportunity, I think, for open discussion without having to worry, oh, this is live, like it's going to be saved forever and all that good stuff. Like, you don't have to worry about, like, I ask, I'll say, speak for myself, I ask dumb questions all the time. So on Zoom, you don't have to worry about asking dumb questions. Just ask away. Be open. Be, you know, conversational with it. Um, but you'll need to fill out a form, and then that link will be sent to you each week. All right. As Luke mentioned, we are uh, observing the Lord's Supper together this Sunday. If you're viewing on live stream, we ask that you uh, prepare some elements in advance. But as always, don't make any special trips. You don't need communion crackers. You just need something like bread and juice uh, and how wild you get with it is up to you and God. You you figure it out. Sound good? <laughs> yes. All right, a, a big one here. We want to talk about this. Um, there is a kids' day camp, and uh, we're actually going to have Crystal on the podcast to talk about this. She was in another meeting. So there is a kids' day camp. It is a one-day thing coming up at the Springfield Road Campus on Saturday, September 26th. Um, this is a big thing. I don't want people to miss out on this because it is such a quick opportunity. It's a one-day event. It's not like a week-long thing where you can kind of go in and out like VBS or anything like that. It's only one day, and it's open to everyone at Valley Creek. It's obviously not just the Springfield Road campus, but that is where it's meeting because there's a lot more open space there. Um, 
and there's a whole lot going on. It's going to be a, a few water games, I think, crafts, uh, some music, and just a real time of diving into the scripture. And uh, it is open from children third through sixth grade. Had a few of those transitioning sixth graders who felt like, you know, like with COVID hitting and everything, they didn't quite get that last little bit of the fifth grade celebration. So it is open through sixth grade if you have any sixth graders who want to join in. And uh, all you got to bring is, uh, uh, looks like a sack lunch and a swimsuit if you want to play some water games. It's only 10 bucks per kid, and uh, we're very excited to uh, to have you all out for that. So check it out. I'm not sure uh, what our demographic looks like on the podcast side of things, but if you have children, third through sixth grade, they're invited. Woo! Almost ran out of breath there. All right, and then student meetup. We are having those weekly if you guys have not uh, picked that out quite yet. Luke, do you have anything to say about the student meetup? I feel like you've really taken the reins on those, and I've enjoyed seeing you kind of lead those. I am really enjoying the student meetups. They are going really well. Um, We are actually to a point now, very excited that uh, this week we will have an entire youth band. Uh, No adults will be on stage leading leading worship, so very excited about that. I think uh, Andrew was off last week on vacation, so we didn't get to see him around, but I think Andrew and Scott and the guys, everybody's just killing it, adding adding their own parts and stuff. And uh, I really think those are going good. I, I'm, I, I really look forward to those every week. Yeah, I'm, I think I missed the first two or something like that. But I really enjoy seeing the students really getting involved. You know, it's, um, it's not something I see a lot because a lot of times it's like big church and then student activities going yes. on at the same time. So, like, I'm always in quote-unquote big church. Um, but it's just great to see students... Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking about this earlier. Sometimes it seems like they don't care about anything. They just want to exist. They don't want to be entertained. They don't want to be talked to. They just want to sit there and just be a lump on the pew or whatever. But they really are taking it all in, and they're really experiencing some things here in the building. So it's very cool to see that. It is. Uh, but yes. I'm just removed enough from being a teenager that I have no clue what's going on. I'm like, I I don't understand <laughs> it at all. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, but that's that's very cool. All right, well, we'd like to end the podcast with some fun, uh, random conversation. And so hopefully you guys have gotten a great uh, idea of, you know, a little bit that's going on here at Valley Creek. Uh, the best way, I want to reiterate this a hundredfold, the best way to stay up to date with what you're learning and what we're experiencing through our series, Unbroken, is to be here on Sunday or to attend your live stream or to rewatch it. Or to, hey, you can listen to it. It's on the podcast feed every week. And then, Andrew, you were telling me earlier about this this week, and I I guess I hadn't really clicked it together. Uh, We've got the devotionals. The devotionals are in line with Unbroken as well. And with the podcast is a great asset, but start with the, the sermons and then branch out to the devotionals. You can get those sent to your inbox every day. Um, and it's just, you can really dive as deep as you want to here at Valley Creek. Yeah, absolutely. And even, yeah, with your, some of our adult life groups are looking at that study as well, a study that kind of goes along with that too. And so, and so, yeah, so lots of different opportunities to engage and to jump in, like you say, and to be able to dive as deep as you're, as you're ready to go there as we go through the series. Yeah. But I guess the only reason I brought that up is if the podcast is the only thing you're experiencing, I guess that's okay for now, but Mm -hmm. I really encourage you really see what God has in store for you through his scripture and through the sermons and the devotionals and, uh, and by joining yeah. an active life group that seeks, uh, seeks God. So 
That's all. That's my spiel for today. That's my sales pitch. Mm. All right. So my crazy question for today, guys. Do you believe that among God's creatures, there exists a Sasquatch? <laughs> have, and follow-up question. If yes, have you ever seen evidence or do you know people who have gone on the hunt for the evasive, elusive Sasquatch? What are your thoughts? I'll take this one. (laughs) I do believe that a Sasquatch exists. I do. I have not (laughs) seen one for myself, nor have I found feet print. But I have two uncles. One is in the Bigfoot Society, North America, whatever it's called. That may actually be the title. And the other has told the same story many times over about a creature that he saw at his fence row at the end of his uh, uh, at the end of his property line, and the dog was going crazy and stuff like that. And as they got closer, the dog ended up stopping, turned around, and ran back to the house. And this thing stood up and took off running, and it terrified them both. It was a person. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, he said it had red eyes. So I don't hmm. I don't know what it was. It's, either way, I think it's real. I think that he <laughs> would be considered the reigning world champion of hide and seek. If so. Sure. <laughs> Andrew, any thoughts? I would be more skeptical of the existence of... <laughs> Of this creature who's not been able to be be photographed or documented sure. in any way with so many so many of <laughs> of God's creatures being being documented, I would have to put myself in a probably in the camp of disbelief. Sure. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I care either way if a if a Bigfoot animal exists. I don't personally believe that it's like a humanoid like intelligent human creature out in the woods just not letting people take photographs of it um but you know if it it were an animal i think it'd probably be like a bear type thing or some kind of primate that lives in like wooded areas Mm -hmm. or mountains or something but who knows but i have seen some crazy stuff about people who really think bigfoot is a thing or do you remember several years ago nicole and i were dating but several years I ago was, right down here in roanoke yeah, you were you. like four but uh, <laughs> uh, there was a lady in roanoke that claimed that she was attacked by bigfoot so i grabbed my at the time my handheld camcorder and uh, loaded up mm. my silverado with like four friends and we all went on a bigfoot hunt never found him See, I feel like that might be the fun of it. It's like all these people who are really looking for Bigfoot or Sasquatch or Yeti or whatever. It's almost like the thrill of the chase, you know? Yeah. I don't know that they would know what to do if they found it. No, yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, yeah. The journey is probably yeah. the the destination. See? That's inspiring. Mm-hmm. I have seen you. a Sasquatch play a saxophone, though. That's what happened to me when I met Brad Paisley. It's like the pinnacle of the journey. I met him. Then I stopped listening to his music. So, I mean, it just... It I'll, like, I'll edit that part out. Okay. <laughs> Brad, if you're listening, we're sorry. And I did not mean that in a bad way. He's a fantastic guy. <laughs> but it was just like, well, what else is there? I met him. 
I mean, I yeah. saw the guy 10 times live. Maybe that's maybe yeah. that's the thing is everyone who has taken a photo of Bigfoot was like, you know what? No. The world, we're not, the world doesn't need this. Yeah, the world's not really Delete. ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Well, that's the goofy stuff for today. Uh, thanks for letting us include that in with all the seriousness. Um, but uh, again, hope this podcast finds you well. You can stay up to date by subscribing wherever you're listening right now. If you're listening on the website... Um, Easiest way is to just find whatever you know podcast app your phone may have and uh, subscribe there. It'll let you know automatically when we have new episodes, and you'll get uh, you know a feed of the sermon as well every single Monday or Tuesday. And you can check us out in person to campuses in Etown and vcbc.org is where you'll find our live stream. So that's it. That's uh, the podcast for today. Any anything else? Any closing thoughts? No. No. All right. Luke, if you wouldn't mind, pray for us, and we'll end it there. I will. God, thank you for today. God, I'm thankful that, that we were able to to sit and, and laugh and, and just to discuss how awesome you are, Lord, and how faithful you are and how great you are. God, I'm thankful for this church, Lord, and I pray for our hearts, Lord, that we are open and receptive to what you're doing in our lives. God, go with us throughout the rest of our days. Love you, and I praise you, Tim. I pray. Amen. <laughs>